Well, well, welcome back, everybody, to another episode. This is our third episode. My name is Nick. And my name is Chris. We are Twin Talk Yanks, and we're going to talk some shit today. Uh, we're going to cover a couple of things. We're going to talk about the Paxson news that broke yesterday um, and how this, you know, this might affect our rotation and spring training, really. Then we're going to get mm. into some spring training stuff. We're going to talk about some battles uh, for positions and playing time. And then we're going to answer some questions that were given to us by you guys, which was really cool. So yeah, stick around and let's get ready to talk some shit, baby. Here we go. All right. This is the third episode for a very, you know, a, a perfect day for that. It's the big Bambino's birthday. Ooh, and, happy birthday, Bambino. Yo, you I'm know, so wait, hyped, Nick. I'm ready to fucking go, bro. I know. I'm ready to fuck this up, too, actually. Let's do it. I started, I drank a beer, so. You know <laughs> I'm means. drinking one right now. You know, you know what that two. means. Yeah, it's going to be. This, we always look forward to this. Like, mm-hmm. Thursday can, I wish every day of the week was, was Thursday, you know? Well, you know. I, I like think. working on Thursday, too, because it means tomorrow's Friday. True. So, yesterday, um, we were kind of fucking slapped, backhanded in the face from this news about James Paxson going down for at least three to four months. Chris, tell us a little bit about, tell everybody a little bit about uh, what had happened. Well, I'll be honest with you, bro. Like, when I first saw the news, I was like, uh, and the first thing that popped to my mind was think. God, we signed Garrett Cole. Yep, because thank God we got Garrett. Make that acquisition, that big acquisition in the offseason, and get on um, Bowen, Garrett Cole, on um, Bowen. Then we would be in a lot. We'd be feeling a lot different about this. Yeah, we would be absolutely devastated about this I mean, whole thing. It sucks that he went down, but you know, especially you and I, we tend to look at the bright side of things. Mm-hmm. He's gonna come mm-hmm. back, and we'll say, we'll say, latest All Star break. Latest. Yeah. So. The thing with Paxson, and we we know this, is that you know he's gonna give you twenty starts, if that, a year. You know what I'm saying? He's he yeah. always misses time. That just that's just James Paxson. But when he's on the bump, he's incredible. Yeah, he's a game this team. might be a little bit of a blessing because maybe this is his time that he'll miss. You know, and he'll he'll come back fresh, fresh arm, kind of like Sevy last year. Yeah. You know, but, I mean? you know, obviously not as much time, but he'll come back and just start throwing fucking bullets up there. And what's what's also a bright thing about this is now, because Hap is our five starter, now you slot him into the four spot, and now you've got mm-hmm. an open competition come spring training for that five spot. Yep. Uh, exactly. Montgomery, Garcia, uh, Loisica, my man Joey mm-hmm. Lasagna. Yeah, that's... So it's, it's going to light a fire under some, some guys, and they're going to compete and... Competition brings out the best in people. Yep, that's a hundred percent correct. What so going back to what we were talking about like before, you know, if we didn't have Garrett Cole for this, you know what? Mm-hmm. I feel like this kind of opens, it kind of puts some weight on Severino's shoulder because when we signed Garrett, obviously, you know, you assume a healthy Paxton. Severino kind of, you know, he didn't need to be that guy, but with Paxton going down, we're going. We're definitely going to need a healthy Sevy. For a, well, yeah, know, I the, I agree with that, but also Sevy before we got Cole 
was always, this is our ace, this is our guy. So he had a lot of that weight on his shoulders. But mm -hmm. now that we got Garrett Cole, even if we lost Paxson still, that still takes, I think, some of that weight off of his shoulders. Yep. Because yep. just imagine, bro. If Seve's on, if Seve is on, he's unhittable. Just like he was, I believe, in 2018. So now you got a one-two punch of Garrett Cole and Luis Severino. I'll take that any day. Yeah, I mean, Tanaka, too, he's... All these guys are going to have to, you know, the top of the rotation is going to really have to uh, show what they're made of and, you know, kind of ride the ship until Paxson comes back. But to be honest, my thoughts about it, it sucks, obviously. Anytime you lose a player like James Paxson for a little bit, it's going to suck. But the same thing with what you said. We signed Garrett Cole. You know, it's okay. I'm kind of okay yeah. about this. Let him get healthy. Um, and let him come back stronger than ever. And I also you know? love, too, I love, Nick, how even with Paxson gone, the rotation still isn't top-heavy. We still have guys in the three, four spots in the rotation yep. that are still yep. able to either act like you know aces on some other rosters or our number two or three starters. So we have that balance with Garrett Cole at the top leading the way on the Cole train. Let's fucking go. We got Garrett Cole. On the Cole train. <laughs> <laughs> But what about what? How different do you think it would have been if also if we traded Hat? Because then well, we'd maybe, be down two maybe arms. Cash really. God was maybe Cash God was you know thinking of something and of God forbid you know something happens like this. You think he knew something about it that he needed to get surgery and that's why we held on to Hat. He quite possibly, quite possibly. That's a good take, man. Because apparently they they knew about it for a while and if they if they knew that he needed to get surgery, why not do it in? The day after fucking we lost. Yeah, I agree. And he was also getting those injections in the summer, like that that Texas start that we were talking about uh, mm -hmm. a couple yeah, days that's, ago. Yep. So we'll see how that turns out. I'm for for right now. I'm okay though. You know, yeah. if if our rotation like if please, I hope this doesn't happen. But if anything happens like last season and this is like the beginning of a goddamn injury bug, then. I'm going to be a little nervous, but even then, we know that with 80% of our roster down, we can win a, a hundred games. Listen, you know? here's, here's what I was telling someone at work today. It's like Edwin Diaz and Jairus Familia. You can't be as bad as you were last year, and that's how <laughs> it is with the Yankees injury. It can't that's go true. as worse as it did last year. So it was the worst ever. Plus, you know? I think there were like 40-something different stints, in the, like through individual players and Aaron Boone still Aaron, didn't win manager of the year and Aaron Boone had 153 different lineups in 162 games that's crazy just imagine that and then you that's have fucking Minnesota when Baldelli's playing uh Detroit Kansas City and fucking Chicago when they were a lot worse than they are now uh 40 50 times a year it's ridiculous yeah that's why they won 100 games you know how the voters are with with anything Yankee related and it's got to the point where we just say, like, fuck them. Like, they won in our hearts, and really, that's all that matters. That really is all that matters. Like, 2017, Aaron Judge MVP. He was the MVP. The only stat Altuve had better than Judge was average and, like, some other, and, like, bacon, ex-bacon, WRC plus. Some and fucking uh, and trash can banks yeah. and buzzes. Please, Nick, can we just move on? Don't get me started. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's time to move on from that, Chris. Uh... Just wait until we go when they come to Yankee Stadium. Well, yeah. I will be escorted out. 
I think it's time, you know, I, Hal Steinbrenner said something yesterday and he was like, you know, obviously I was upset. It directly, you know, affected my organization, our team, but I think it's time for everybody to just move on. Yeah. I think they, I, let's just move on. So, so let's just move on. You want to move on? Go brother. Go. Cause I feel my blood starting to boil. <laughs> All right. Speaking of moving on, let's talk a little bit about some spring training. Mm, we like we it. like spring training. Love this time of year. What's your favorite part of, part of uh, spring training? Definitely seeing all of them for the first time, the shape they come into, uh, the Yes Network trump, uh, trumpets. Oh, oh my God, um, yeah. Anything, bang, just anything. Bang, bang. Hearing, oh, the best part about spring training is hearing the actual crack on the bat on TV. God, you read my fucking mind. Dude, we're twins. Twin talk gangs. Let's go. Yes. Yes. For, here's your weekly reminder. We're, we're in fact, we're twins. twins. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's... Dude, that's my favorite part. You could hear... You could sometimes literally hear, like, the whistle of the ball, like, yeah. flying out of it. Like... <clears throat> and then you you hear the crack of the bat. So good. And oh, uh, we God. need to go there one day. We've never I been, can, and we need to go. Yeah, I know. We really do. I can just, like... I'm starting to dream about it at night. I can't wait. Oh my! It's well. Wow. Speak of the devil. We are um, five days away from pitchers oh. and catchers. Oh. Uh, and that makes it. Damn! I forgot. Sixteen days until our very first game against, against the Toronto, Toronto Blue Jays. So, going. We're coming into spring training. We have Garrett Cole. We're James Paxton lists. That leaves, like you were saying before, Hap moves up to the four spot. That leaves a nice big question mark for the five mm-hmm. spot. Out of those names you said before, the Divey Garcias, even the Michael Kings, the Jonathan Loisicas, the Montgomerys, mm-hmm. who do you see event, you know, ultimately taking that fifth spot, Chris? Uh I think it's going to be a toss-up between Montgomery and Loisica because those are your sure bets. I think mm. someone like Garcia, regardless, if he comes out in the spring and, you know, throws a cover off the ball. Yeah. I still don't think he wins a job. I, I He's going to see more time with the minors, develop more, probably yep. get a couple more secondary pitches. and But we're definitely going to see Garcia, 100%. But honestly, a- if I had to pick one, I'm going Loisica. Really? That's interesting yeah. because I'm going the complete opposite. I'm going not Divey. I, th- I think I agree with you. I think Divey Garcia still has to develop more. Um, but I see Loisco maybe sliding into the bullpen and Montgomery getting that fifth spot 100%. I think he's got something to prove, especially, you know, he, he really, why he had the, until he got hurt, he pretty much had the rotation spot. Yeah, you know? people forget he had the he uh, hitters had the lowest average. Well, left-handed hitters had the lowest average against Montgomery uh, when he, he pitched. So that's he kind of looks like he doesn't throw as hard as James Paxton nearly, but doesn't he? He resembles him. He he has uh, the same frame. He comes straight yeah. like downhill, straight S- sweeping hook. You know, he his arm comes across his body, comes like kind of like on a downhill uh, tilt. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got that curveball that looks like a fastball, yeah, and a people, slider that looks like a fastball. You know, they, they say on TV a lot too, but, you know, from personal experience for you and I, like, especially you being a left-handed batter, mm-hmm. with a kind of delivery like that, especially, it doesn't matter if he's not throwing hard. That's still, that's tough to put oh. a barrel on it. Oh, my God. Extremely hard, especially when he comes out of the same arm slot 
mm-hmm. as he does the well, change up, pitches. the yeah. slider, the curve. For for the listeners who might not know, you know, you could throw as hard as you a hundred miles an hour, but the hitter tries to gain an advantage by looking at like your arm slots. So if I know that you're coming a little bit to your side for the slider, I know the slider's coming. Yep. But if you're throwing everything out of that same slot, fastball, curveball, slider, it's nearly impossible to pick up. I mean, I wouldn't say impossible. It's it's a lot tougher. Yeah, it is a lot tougher. I mean, that's why he gets away with being so effective and throwing 93, 92, 92, 93, you know? Yeah. You can get away with more of that. Yeah. Um. So spring training is... The home of the battlefield. I just came up with that. So that was pretty cool. Uh, But what we mean by that is it's time to show, you know, show everybody what you got and ultimately, you know, put yourself in a position there. Mm -hmm. We have some interesting battles that we think are going to go on this spring. Chris, you want to tell everybody your first one? My first battle? Yeah. Well, obviously you got Gio and uh, and Duhar over at the hot corner. At the hot corner, picking him and swinging but, him. Uh, yeah, I'm taking Gio in that battle. One because okay. he definitely definitely earned it, even though Mickey did also the year before. But only because Gio has the ups on him when it comes to defense. And they already started working in Duhar out in left field, first base, and third. Hmm. So he's. I think he's going to be that guy that bounces around a lot. But I definitely I would give it to Gio. Yeah, and that's that kind of like alludes to what we said last week. I think the same thing. I think it's Gio's to lose, and unless Miggy comes out and has like literally a thousand fielding percentage in like eighty tries in the spring, um, he'll be he'll be moved to DH. Yeah, but th- that that this is like a typical battle that everybody knew. You know, it was going to happen. Not really. I wouldn't even consider it a battle speaking, you know, uh, the fact that Cashman came out and said it's pretty much Geo's to lose. But I think that they're, they're they both have like the fire in them, mm-hmm. you know, and that's going to make them both better. Yeah, well, of course, good. Of a battle that I think is going to be pretty cool. And I definitely think it's a battle. Um, and that's for center field, whether it's going to be. Brett Gardner, our everyday guy, or it's going to be, you know, Mike Talkman, the the, the sock mm. man. And who do you think takes that? <sighs> Nick Meister. Oh man, who do I think takes that? I think it's it's going to go down to what happens in the spring because we know what mm. Gardy brings to the table, right? Um, if Talkman can hit for a better average. Uh, you we saw what we what he did last year. He went on that month stretch. He had like twelve homers. The guy mm-hmm. went off. Yeah. Um, if he hits for more average than Gardner, I think he's gonna win the job. I don't think there's anyone that's gonna win it. To be honest with you, I think that this is a great problem to have if you're Aaron Boone mm. having two. Think about it. Two left-handed bats that can give you a uh, that can give you at bats in the one spot, give you at bats in the nine spot. Both left-handed throwers, both speedy. Even though Garner's up there in age, he still got some speed in him. Mm-hmm. I think they mm-hmm. both do the same exact thing. So it's a great problem to have. I think they can so play too. left. So if you want to DH Stanton, you know, and even put Miggy at third base for a game, you got a lot of pieces that Boone's able to move around. 
They kind of complement each other. Yeah. Not com- oh, yeah. I Wait, I don't know if that was the word I was looking for. Resemble. That's what I meant to say. Okay. Mike Talkman and Gardner. Mm-hmm. They kind of have like, they look, they kind of look alike. I mean, Gardner's bald, but the high socks, <laughs> the, you know, the, they're, they're kind of, they kind of hit the same way. They'll run into a couple. Mm-hmm. They can really feel. I love Talkman's batting stance, Nick. Talkman just stands up there and you can just tell he's like, yeah. oh, he looks right fired up too. You know, I also, what do you think, do you think that there's a battle at first base or do you think, because we said in our, in our lineups, you know, we'd make Void our first baseman, but we also, you, I said that he, he's going to lose his job. So, well, yeah. What do you think? I also said that one of them are going to be traded. So I think that it's, you have the same quote unquote good problem at first base now. Hmm. And how so? Well, because I think, again, Luke Voigt is good, probably going to be the opening day first baseman. But you have yeah, someone like Ford where you can platoon the both of them. And yeah. then also you have Enduhar working over at first base. You think he'll be an effective first baseman? He could barely play third. What like What's going to happen if, he, if, if fucking DJ throws him like a crazy pick me? You know, well, and he misses different. like playing, 10 of them. Playing defense and, and picking baseball is like, if you're playing first base, your your job is to also pick the baseball. But if you're playing third base, there are also many different occasions where you you get short hops. Short yeah, yeah, hops yeah. are kind of the same concept of scooping the baseball, but as a first baseman, you're anticipating the scoop. Yeah, I was just going to say that. As a first baseman, you, you, you're waiting for it. So you're... That's like saying, like, imagine putting Gary Sanchez at first base. I think he'd be a great first baseman because it's... At the catching position, you're used to getting in front of baseballs and blocking. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, Nick? So it'd be so much easier for him. I guess if he were to play first base, he would try scooping it like Espo does. He'd try, <laughs> try blocking. <laughs> he would, literally. That's what I think he would do. But um, as for Voight and Ford, um, I think it's a battle because Voight want. I mean, Ford definitely wants to prove himself. I, I think just can't regardless, see him as opening day starter. Yeah, I don't think he'll be the opening day starter, but like, I'm gonna stick to what I said last week, and he's gonna win the job, or the majority of the job, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but it's right here. Spring training is literally around the corner, and starting next, next week, week. Oh my god! It starting next week on my TV twenty four seven will be Yankee baseball, Yankee coverage, Yankee everything. Yeah, you know what's so funny, Nick? Too is that. Uh, me and Sabrina, like, we were talking about, like, getting cable soon. And I just realized, like, yesterday that spring training is next week. So, like, we're getting cable soon. Yeah. I, I just called up. I don't have cable. So, I called YouTube TV. Um, and I said, I don't care what it is. All I want is Yes Network um, and My9. Pix11. Uh, yeah, that's what I meant. Pix11. Um, so, I can watch Yankee games. I don't care about any other channel. Well, and ESPN, uh, Fox probably when they're yeah. playing uh, yep. big games. I got all those. So it's going to be on 24-7, and I, I can't wait. Ugh. Anyway, um, let's segue into something really cool that we decided to incorporate uh, this week, and we're definitely going to incorporate it more, especially with the feedback uh, that we got. But 
Chris, yeah, we're gonna answer some questions. Like a mall cop, yeah. <laughs> Why do you say segue? Like I don't know. I just mall cop. That's from like my uh, like my radio TV performance class from college. <laughs> okay, let's segue into this. We're gonna segue into uh, doing this. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna start on Twitter. Um, and the other day, yesterday, we put out. A tweet, you know, if anyone has some Yankee questions or anything that, you know, they want to know about us, and we're going to answer them. I just got to find it real quick. Okay. The first question. We should go back and forth, brother. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, the first question was from Mama Alvarez, our beautiful mom. mother. Hello, Mom. If you're listening, which you do, she's yes, a she listener does. of Twin Talk. She loves us. We love you, Mom. And we love her. Chris, she said, who, and we spoke, we, you know, we kind of alluded to this on the episode, but just, you can give a one word answer if you like, uh, who will replace Paxton? Well, I had Paxton as a number two starter in my rotation. Uh, so I'm going Sevy. but if she's asking what I think she's asking, then I think Loisega takes mm. that spot in the rotation. Mm. I, I think he, I'm going to go with, um. Montgomery Ma. And I know mm. I know you like Monty, so I hope you're she happy to hear Monty. that. Okay. Next Thanks, Ma, question. I love you. <laughs> Next question is from our good friend Tammy at Ms. Tammy. on Twitter. Um uh, she says, If you could spend a day with any Yankee who has passed, who would it be and what would you want to do for that day? I'll let you take the floor, Chris. Wow. Wow. I think I would I think I would say Joe DiMaggio. Interesting. Joe DiMaggio because he wasn't just a great baseball player at his time, he was also kind of like a star. Mhm. You know, and he was in those times where it kind of wasn't easy being both. Wow. Holy shit. I can't believe that you just deep, said that. That was deep, right? <laughs> Holy shit. Yo, that was off the dope, bro. Come see Wow. Me. Very proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so what would you guys do for the day? Uh, do you want my actual answer or do you want my... No, I'm joking. Um, one, take BP. Yep. Definitely drink some beers. Yep. That's for sure. And just sit down, probably smoke a cigar. Yeah. And just talk baseball. Talk what yeah. happens in between those two lines. Yeah. Kind of pick think, his brain on how he plays the game, how he views it, what he would do differently, what he would want to improve on, all that stuff. I think mine would be uh, Mickey Mantle, only mm. because um, everybody compares like Mike Trout to Mickey Mantle. Yeah. Um, and I would just love to just pick his brain about uh, you know everything he did on the field, and he was also the I mean, same you guys way are as both center fielders. True, and he he switch hit too, and he. Dude, I watched a documentary on him, and and just incredible what this guy did. Mm-hmm. What would we do for the day? I don't know. We'd probably, like, literally sit on a park bench, and he would answer every single question that I had. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you, Tammy, for those questions. Thanks, Tammy. She's always, you know, listening and supporting, and yeah. we she's the very, best. very much. Yeah, she's awesome. We appreciate everything. Um. Okay. The next one is from... Dano Clever at Slickback 
Kid on Twitter. Hey, gay. Yeah, no, whoa, hey. Hey. Whoa, thank you for writing us a question, hey. <laughs> uh, okay. What way would you guys work our lefty bats into the lineup, such as Ford, Talkman, and Wade? I'll start this off, Chris. Ooh. I think the best way to incorporate them is, if Talkman doesn't win the job, is to use them, uh, you know, once or twice a week to give guys rest, to get yeah, lefty so. bats in the lineup too. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I think if we're facing like a power right-handed pitcher, Verlander, I don't think you see Voight in the lineup, especially uh, have you guys seen the way uh, he looks when a curveball's coming his way or anything off speed. Um, the same thing with Wade will be used for defensive purposes probably or definitely his wheels. Uh, same thing with Talkman. What do you think, Chris? I love Tyler Wade. What do you think? Um, uh, I mean, kind of like the same thing that you just said, but also to, like we said in the first podcast, to split a lot of these right-handed bats up. Because, mm. I mean, you're not going to give this opening day starting lineup, you're not going to throw it out for 162 games a year. You know, yes, so you're going to have to mix and match certain things. So the, the fact that we have these guys, especially left-handed bats that are young, Guys like Tyler Wade who could play literally anywhere on the field. Yep. It just it makes us more uh, have more of a depth lineup, mm. depth roster. I like that. I like that. And thank you, Dan O'Clever, uh, for the question. Uh, we see you always popping Cheers up on our that. feed too. We appreciate the interactions as well. This next one is from our boys at uh, Yankees Fireside Chat. Yo. Those are our boys who actually broke our podcast virginity um, and had us on their podcast a couple months ago when we first started out. Yep. And that was a lot that of fun. That was a great time. Dude, they're awesome. They, they're just like you and I. Yeah. You know? They just they're, talk shit. Um, they do. And, you know, they're, all their episodes are very... Uh, dude, it's just like us. Like They just sit yeah. down and talk shit, and it's, it's, it's entertaining. Uh, their question, and this is a cool one. Favorite non-World Series winning season from the Yanks? Uh, man. I should have oh, thought boy. about this. <laughs> I think I'm going to go... Uh... Oh, I got it. I got it. What do you got? Oh, one. Okay. I, definitely, I mean, that's like the safest team to go with. I was going to go oh, 3 I was going to go oh, 4 Oh four, actually, that's what I meant. Oh four, because that's when we first got a rod. Yep. And so you know what? I'm gonna go 2001, 2003, and 2004 because I can. I'm gonna do the same thing because we're <laughs> twins. Guess what? We're twins. And let's move over to the Instagram side. We got let's some questions from that side too. This one is from Mama Alvarez again. Look Again. at this. <laughs> what are our thoughts on Matt Blake, the new pitching coach? You want to start that I off, like Chris? Him. I like him. It's not Larry Rothschild, so that's that's a plus. Yeah. I mean, we the really the only sample size we have is what he did with the guys in Cleveland. And um, mm-hmm. Which that's something. Good. Yeah, it's excellent. So I like the way he looks. He looks like he knows what he's doing, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, so we'll see how he handles the pitching staff, but I think he's going to be just fine. It's like getting the keys to a goddamn Maserati. And saying, here, fucking drive it. Um, 
Okay, this is from uh, Gracie Ross, nine. Eight. And she said, if Judge stays healthy, do you see him winning two, 2020 MVP? Um, yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. If, if, let me tell you guys something. If we get 145 games out of Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stanton. 50 home runs. Yeah, they're going to be top three, both of them, uh, in MVP voting. Mm-hmm. Pencil that in. 100%. But, but, you got to remember, everybody goes through slumps. Mm-hmm. And one, what matters is how you get out of it. And two, Yankees Twitter and the whole Yankees universe needs to realize that if he goes on a, you know, 0 for 20, 0 for 22 stretch, it's baseball. It's not the end of it the happens. world. happens. He'll be yeah. all right. It happens. So, I, I mean, I see him definitely, you know, getting votes. And if he's healthy, there's a very good chance that... I mean, he uh, probably won't win it because they fucking hate the Yankees, but whatever. That, you, you took the words right out of my fucking mouth. I don't think... <laughs> it'd be like him and fucking Matt Olson, And Matt Olson will win it. Yeah. You yeah, know. Matt Olson. Um, okay. The next one is from our good... Good old big bro, Frank. At, Frank. Uh, Frank Alvarez on from Instagram. From the stank. Frank from the stank. Uh, if you guys who don't know, we are Frankie's little brothers. And he has a podcast with his boy Danny out of San Agato Studios called The Stank. And and they always show us love, too. So we love God them. damn. Yeah, they do. It, it is. If you guys just want to laugh and bullshit and talk about, you know, pop culture and movies and all that stuff. Video games. Uh, yeah, video games, that's that's where it's at. Sexual intercourses. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he asked, well, this is cool too, which current Yankee do you guys think should get a shot with another team? Wow. Hmm. Should or could? Should. Should? Should. Hmm. Should. And I'm going to throw this out right now, Miguel and Duhar. Okay. That's actually a very uh, good one. I'm going to go with Clint Frazier. Mm, that's another right? good one. I think, uh, it's unfortunate that we don't have room for him. Yeah. we. You could get pieces for him. I think day by day his, uh, his stock is going down the more time he doesn't see on the field. He's, he's a guy that's going to come to spring training and absolutely rake. And Cashman and the Yankees are going to be like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> You're like, uh, what do we do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. That that does it for the questions. Um, I believe. That was fun. Let me, let me double check. Yeah, that was cool. We're def- we, maybe um, whether we're incorporated every week or not is something we'll discuss. But I thought I thought this was really cool. Uh, yeah, you fun. guys get to pick our brains a little bit and maybe, you know, we throw questions at you guys too uh, in the future. So that'd be pretty cool. But mm-hmm. hey, this is, you know, again, another week down and it sucks to say goodbye. Right, Chris? Yeah. I mean, it does. Episode three in the books. But like I said in the beginning, like this is so exciting. Like every week, even every day, we look forward to doing this. Uh, yeah. You guys are amazing for all you guys that listen. Yeah, Shout the feedback has been awesome. 
The yeah. feedback has been absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um, so that that's a lot of fun. You know, this is the start of something great. It says, Chris, why don't you tell, uh, inform everybody of what we got coming up? Oh, okay. Well, uh, this weekend, we're actually recording with Veterans Minimum Podcast with our good friend Nick. Great guy. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, that's going to be a lot of fun, by the way. We're going to, well, be we're not going to tell you what we're going to talk about. Oh, let's give him a little sneak peek. We're doing okay. Just it's going to be about our favorite fucking player and the goat, El Capitano, Captain El Capitano, Mister November. Shall I continue? Uh, I'll, I'll finish it. Derek Jeter, <laughs> number two. <laughs> number two. <laughs> um, and um, then I think a week or two after that, uh, we're going to meet up 22nd. with our second. Yeah, February twenty second. We're going to meet up with our local three brother, Will. We actually uh, we play softball with and yep. uh, on the board sports podcast, which again is some great content. You guys got to yep. check it out. Yeah, so um, that's, so that's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be really cool. You know, I'm excited, uh, bro. Yeah, being on Veterans Minimum and then on the board sports talking about you know what we love to talk about. You know, um, all right. So that will do it for episode three. Everybody, we hope you guys have a good week. Have a great weekend, and the next time we talk to you guys, uh, pitchers and catchers will be reporting. Uh-huh. So, alert, alert, sound the goddamn alarms. <laughs> Here come pitchers and catchers. We'll talk to you guys next week. Let's fucking go, Yankees. They could do all they can do, but they can't break unbreakable. They scared to face the truth because they hate the view. They taste the juice. I hope it make them puke. I'm breaking loose. Should I throw up the deuce or should I wave the deuce in 1982? My mama take me to a spaceship. Say now I'm raising you and ain't no baby food unless you go and take the neighbor's food and be afraid of poo. I made the loot when money went from almond green to navy blue. I said salute. Bulletproof. I gave them proof. Sometimes feel like my head is screwed. Twisted like tornadoes too. Man, I'ma need some crazy glue. Her walls is what I'm breaking through. Her nails, she gon' break a few. You could never break me down and I can't hit the brakes for you. You cannot break down what can be broken Out of all the reckless I was chosen When all of the lights they get low And all of the curtains they close You cannot break down what can be broken You emulate, I'm laughing in your face, now fix your face I can't disintegrate cause I facilitate a meal a day For like a million days, at least the bills are paid The children safe, wanna get away? No, I'm here to stay, I'm really great But don't discriminate cause I done seen a mirror break Behind a pretty face, you sticking out your chest Your titties fake, don't make me pick your fate I'm picking out a mate, she get replaced The heart was built to break, I'm smoking icky Watching Ricky Lake, I got a lawyer That's her in the case, until a pillowcase My killer straight, let's do some Q&A You saw the news today, got news to break and rules to break It hurt to say they wanna get the tunes to break It's worth the way commercial break You cannot break down what can be broken Out of all the reckless I was chosen When all of the lights they get low And all of the curtains they close You cannot break down what 
can't break for these hoes. G code.